This is Tesh Karan from Frequent Fighters. I just woke up, and I'm addicted to this goddamn game, and I'm about to run my three cantina nodes with 49 energy. All right, Chewie, come on, man. Come on, do it for me. Yes! Two out of three! Holy crap! I have 24.6 shards that I need to get on average per day, and I'm still farming Jedi Training Ray because I'm stupid, and I need that $20 gift card. Come on, guys. You're listening to the Shadow Road Podcast. What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you found the podcast you're looking for. Your hosts, Good Night Punk and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. Seventy ninth episode of the Shattered Order podcast. I'm your host, Good Night Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend Wank. I mean, Wink. What's up, Wink? Wank. You've called me Wank before. I thought we went over this. My God. <laughs> uh, well, uh, not a lot. Kind of the same old stuff as usual. Um, it's been kind of an up and down week, but I'm ready to talk some swaga. Yeah, my week started off great. Can I tell you why? Sure. Well, something happened that hadn't happened since 1991 on Sunday. Oh. You cool. know, yeah, yeah. The Lions not, swept I'll the Packers honest, in the regular season. <laughs> This has been a pretty terrible who, week, actually. Who cares if Aaron Rodgers didn't play either game? We still beat him <laughs> twice. Yeah, um, that is and then, true. And then things got even better the next day when Jim Caldwell was fired. So I can imagine. Bring on the new offensive coordinator. Bring on the new head coach. Bring, bring in everything new. I'm tired of screen passes on third and ten. Wait, you want to talk about everything new? The Packers are bringing in everybody new next year. They cleaned house, and they are still cleaning house. Yes. they. So, uh, everyone. So my second favorite team from hometown here, the Cardinals, they're having it rough right now for sure, too, because yep. A, Arians Bruce Arians retires. Then the very next day, Carson Palmer retires. And now we're just waiting to find out if uh, Larry Legend is going to retire or not. Yeah. Because if Fitzy retires, that team is going to be hot garbage next year. Actually, the defense will be good, but... Rumors are that he's coming back, which is fortunate because I have him in my Dynasty League, so that's good, but... 
Oh yeah. Well, it's a funny thing, right? He's 35 and he still led was second in the league in yards, second in the league in catches. He's a beast, man. I love Larry. That dude can ball. He is. He is For awesome. Sure. No doubt about it. So before we forget, the thing we always do at the beginning and we haven't been doing lately. Nah. What are you drinking? Well, um, it's winter, so naturally I'm drinking my eggnog and uh, some Jack. <laughs> Pretty good stuff. Eggnog and Jack is very nice. Yeah. What about I'm you? I'm drinking. Well, they finally had this at my fries. I saw it uh, online on Untapped, but uh, it comes from a college street brew house and pub in Lake Havasu here in Arizona. But it's called a. Uh, uh, that's too much light on it. It's called Big Blue Van, Big and it Blue is Van. a big blue van. It's blueberry vanilla blackberry wheat beer, and it is freaking delicious. I'm loving it. Nice. So I've been. Now that I finally got to try it, I'm in love with it. It's delicious. Sounds pretty good. Um, oh, who? Oh, J Pod was. Uh, trolling me a bit in um, our new Discord, which we'll talk about. Um, <laughs> he has a spotted cow that he was going to drink tonight for the podcast. And I am so jealous because I love that beer. It is awesome. Good old Wisconsin beer. Mm. Spotted cow, it's called, huh? Yes, indeed. And it what is kind of beer delicious. is that? Do what? And what kind of beer is that? Um, I'm, God, I am trying to remember. It's been a long time since I had it. Um, delicious. Help me out, J-Pod. We'll just go yeah, with delicious. It is, it is awesome. They are, um, Spot Cow's my favorite. They have another one that is quite tasty, too. Um. Very nice. Yeah. So, uh, it's a farmhouse ale. There you go. Ale, yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> All right, why don't you so lead us through here. Do what? I said, why don't you take us through here on the intro, and that then I'll cover like the fun. last big announcement. All right, um, the plane is taking off. Uh, check us out on <laughs> Discord if you haven't already. We've had a bunch of new people show up this week. Uh, thank you all for showing up. Glad to be chatting with you guys. I haven't been on there much this week. It's been a busy week, uh, but always good. On that note, one thing going. with that too. Okay. I just wanted to cut you off like I usually do. <laughs> I figured. I was going to say. It's your thing. It's my thing. But I was going to say, um, the you move so quick. I got to jump in as quick as I can. The, uh, that's true. Um, if you're a new player, don't be afraid to jump in there with us just because uh, you might think it's all new or old players in there but uh we've had some new players join us in the past few days so oh yeah um if you're a new player looking for tips there's a a lot of awesome resources in there a lot of older players mid-tier players um just a lot of people in there that have advice and ideas on wherever you are at in the game so if you're new don't be afraid to jump in there and hang out with us because uh we love to talk about this game, so anytime you have a question, I'm sure anyone in there would love to answer it. So, absolutely, and we we had somebody in there um, asking about allies, and that's something we haven't talked about in a while. But we still have that spreadsheet in our or our resources on there. 
where you can go and people have posted their, um, you know, their ally codes to where you can go and add them as allies. We got a lot of people that are awesome enough to do that. I've got a lot of spots open, so if you need a strong ally, let me know. Um, I can add in whoever you need as my leader as well. I have no issue doing that. But um, you can go there and find a bunch of different ally codes. There have been a lot of new people in there kind of getting ally codes, and it is a really great way to help you along with a lot of your battles and stuff. So definitely get in there and check that out and uh, make things a little bit easier for yourself. Absolutely. Um, next thing, Twitch. Uh, go follow us on Twitch. We want to get our Twitch followers uh, back up to where we were on YouTube, you know, around that 500 mark. That's our goal, at least. So uh, if you're not following us, go create a Twitch and join. And a big, huge, massive thank you and shout out to everyone who has subscribed to our channel on Twitch. We really appreciate it. Uh, as we kind of have dis uh, discussed before, if you're an Amazon Prime user... You have Twitch Prime already. All you have to do is go to your Twitch, create your Twitch account if you don't already have one, and link your Amazon Prime account, and you get a free sub every month. And go subscribe to our channel, and it helps us out. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, we've had a lot of you do that, and we cannot thank you enough. Uh, it goes a really long ways. And... Um, yeah, so get on there and do that if uh, you know if you're one of those Amazon Prime users who is not using that really amazing feature. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Twitter, Twitter.com/slash/shatteredorder. We make some announcements there as well. Uh, you can always list, uh, send listener feedback, intros, that sort of stuff to the shatteredorder at gmail.com. Um, so we had the, uh, you know, our listener intro, um, what do you call it, competition? That's mm -hmm. not the word I'm looking for. But uh, yeah, we had that, and the intro we played this week was another one that I really liked. It was one of the runner-ups, uh, so we played that, and we have another one that we will play next week also. Um, and other than that, we're pretty low on listener intros, so if y'all want to just make up something goofy and send to us, please do. We would love it. <laughs> For sure. Those are always fun. And now to our really amazing Patreon subscribers. A lot of you are nice enough to support us on Patreon. Uh, so I'd like to run through and say a big thank you to all of you. Um, our new December Patreons, Eocade, Boo Earn, I got it right. <laughs> uh, Michael Bluth. Uh, those were our <laughs> new December guys. And then um, all of our other supporters have been supporting us for a while now. Nikolai Nerio, Jitsu Jet, Boba Finn, Turner Viobi, Painted Land, Dr. Shesith, Elon Mustard, Ringer, Rock, Fugaz, Ron Paul Bunyan, Zizer, Tyrek Thorne, Sleepy Bulldog, Optimus Eleven, Infidel, Han Pikey, J Pod, M4, McMull2, Obsidian, Jodocast, DJ, God, Hands of God, Vistara Kai, Deadshot07, Darth Molly, Anthony H, and Waddles. Thank you so much, guys. We really appreciate it and love you all. I'm impressed that you got through those so quickly without stumbling. I Besides God, hand <laughs> Besides hands, God, See what of I hands. Did there. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Thank you. Um, so, uh, let's see. Oh. And uh, one more thing that I would like to mention. Um, I know, like, now that we know so many of you have Amazon Prime, who doesn't use Amazon Prime? Um, whenever you want to buy something on off Amazon, go to our Twitch page. You know, twitch.com slash shattered order. We have an Amazon link there. Uh, just go hit that link before you go buy anything off Amazon. Um, that is our affiliate link. Uh, we would really appreciate it if you use that anytime you make a purchase on Amazon. Plus, we have linked some pretty cool things there that we think you might be interested in. So definitely check that out at a check that out as well. <laughs> and now to the um, biggest order of the week. Hey, all right, so I have a big announcement for all of those in the community for our podcast that might be interested in hanging out with us even more. Um, we have decided that the Shattered Order is going to expand, and we are now opening up an alliance. We are going to make the Shattered Order into an alliance, the shat- last of the Shattered Order being the first guild in the alliance and starting new ones in an alliance called The Order. So if there's anyone out there in that is looking for a guild that wants to be part of the Shattered Order community or our new community of guilds, hit me up on Twitter or Discord or the Shattered Order at gmail.com. Uh, we are looking to fill up our second guild and uh, get things going. So if you have another guild or maybe you have a guild that's got 15, 20 people, you aren't full, but you're interested in joining Alliance, if you're another guild that is interested in becoming part of an Alliance, anything of that sort, I am open to talking to anyone to expand our community just to make it that much better because we just, for two almost two years now, the Shattered Order has just been an awesome group of people that I would consider some of my really great friends. And uh, same with our podcast, Discord. I mean, just there's so many of you that are awesome in this community. We want to just continue to get bigger and make the community bigger and share that with everyone, just the, the good times. And so if you're interested in being part of a new alliance that's aligned with the Shattered Order and our podcast, please hit me up on Discord, Twitter, on our email, theshatteredorder at gmail, and we would love to have you. So that's the order, and uh, you will be seeing us soon, I'm sure. Indeed. We have a cool little... A uh, new Discord channel for it, so uh, we've a we're working on abandoning our old one. Uh, so it's definitely a little bit of a change for us, but it's going to be really cool. We think so. Um, hopefully, we'll get to know a lot of you guys better. Could be fun. Absolutely, be a lot of fun. So, All right. something that we did not mention last week. So now we're finally, you know, 15 minutes in. Here we go with the good stuff, the chunk yeah. that you've been waiting for. And last week we kind of glossed over the January calendar. Didn't really talk did. too in-depth of it. But uh, there was something that I looked at and thought about this week that I wanted to bring up on the podcast this week. And that is that on January 25th to January 31st, 
So at the end of the month is the Grandmaster's Training Legendary event for Yoda. So it's not announced. It doesn't say anything on the calendar, but the thought is that that could be the very first Mythic event for Yoda. And I'm willing to bet that that's probably the case. Might be the only reason we don't see more than one Legendary event this this month is they kind of want to roll out the Mythic events one at a time or one per month or one this month, two the next month copy one of the older mythic events in with a new one next month, you know, that sort of thing. But I thought it'd be interesting. I think that Yoda event this month will be a new mythic. What do you think? Uh, that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, sounds like they've been working pretty hard on these events and they are super awesome. Um, it's great just getting to go back and be able to replay these, but yeah, I'm totally with you. Hopefully, uh, the Yoda event is mythic and new and super exciting. Yeah, so I was thinking, right? So the first tier is same as as the original, you know, so if you've beaten yep. it, you get to go back and play it with your Jedi. The second tier is you can use any one, but it's a little harder than uh, tier one, which would be interesting, I think, because that guy, before they nerfed him, was a real bastard. So if they put him pre-nerf yes. into tier two, that would get real interesting. Now, if you still oh, yeah. had to use the Jedi, it would get really interesting because that was what made it tough, I, it tough, I think. But now that you can use anyone, it might not be as tough if it's the pre-nerf version, but we shall see because that yep. dude went had like 400 speed and always had insight or foresight. So yep. it was ridiculous, but... That'll be fun. And then tier three, I was wondering. So it's the opposite, right? And if you're thinking Jedi from the Republic era, which is where most of the Jedi in the game are from, who would be the opposite, right? The only thing I can think of would be Sith. Yeah, um, that's really all I could think of, too, uh, because it'd be kind of weird to do the Jedi versus Jedi thing. This was something that Capgasp had talked about on Reddit uh, a couple weeks ago. I remember seeing that. And... So I'm sure they're going to come up with maybe a different faction or something, which might be a little bit weird, um, you know, changing the event that much since it was all Jedi before. But um, I don't know. I, I, I'll be curious to see what it is. Or maybe you still get to use Jedi, but you're battling someone. Um, I, don't, I don't think there's like another event where you, um, where you use Sith. In a mythic event, I don't think there would be one. So that's a um, yeah. I don't know, or, man. Yeah, where you use Sith initially, where it could be reversed, you know. So tier three could, I think, most likely either be Sith or Jedi and be battling the opposite. But and then the question was, you if you remember from before the uh, the tier of yoda always had two random jedis with them so i'm wondering if they'll make it uh just uh not random and have a set tier of uh jedis there if it'll be random every time because you remember sometimes it would have ayala in there and mace or then it would have ayala and eth koth or it just had some uh random people in there you know what i mean i wonder if they'll make it more uh less rng if that makes sense Mm. it'll be interesting i'm excited it'll be fun yeah i always loved the yoda event I, I when it was jedi i mean 
it was harder for me because I was using just complete and utter garbage to get them. So <laughs> I still have my ETH Koth at 10, uh, gear 10. So that's the yep. thing. I can't remember if he was one I used to originally get Yoda or not. He probably was just because of how easy he was. I mean, I, I think I remember us doing an arena ranking way back in the day, and he was one of our top-ranked <laughs> Jedi just for the fact that you could use him to get Yoda. Oh, how times have changed. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Exactly. Hey, but if he ever gets a rework and it's a good one, I'm, I'm set up. Good to go. Nice. <laughs> yep so that's it the uh according to cozy spoon next week there will be an update added to the forums and the game so we'll see what happens there i'm assuming we're gonna see some new uh, the last jedi information um i'm really hoping they're not all marquee events and something just randomly pops up into hopefully arena shipments because man i got so much currency in there <laughs> That'd be great. But we'll see. Yeah. Maybe they'll announce your legendary you've been talking about. Uh-oh. Are you still alive? Do you still hear me? Did I lose you? I I can hear, I hear you now. You. Okay. My <laughs> my internet was being fussy for a second. Um Oh, I said, well, maybe we'll hear about that uh legendary event we speculated on if it is actually a thing. Um, I'm not sure which one you're talking about. Huh? We were talking about Snoke or, or a legendary oh, character. From- yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. I also seen somebody talking about the possibility of Revan. Um, I know that's kind of been speculated for a while too. Uh, so that could also be coming. I still don't think anything that's not The Last Jedi is going to come in January. I don't think so either. Like, uh, I think if we see some, I think if we've seen something like Revan, it would be, you know, February or something. But yeah. Um, So (laughs) apparently there is a update coming next week, according to Cozy Spoon. And apparently Monday is payday. So. Credit heist. Everyone's going to get their paycheck on Monday with the credit heist. Yep. So look forward to that. Sucks having such a random payday. Yeah, you never know when you're going to get paid. That's the worst way to work. Yeah, no kidding. It's terrible. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Let's get into this really awesome segment that we kind of started doing uh, not not too long ago. But... um, we skipped it last week, so we're going to bring it back. And that is our new player segment. Uh, what, are, what do we got for him this week? All right, so we said we were going to go over events and kind of just cover the events as a whole as we went through. And uh, so last time we covered the scoundrel events and some of the more important ones in the game, in my opinion, as far as uh, resources go, because when you're lower level, those... Those training droids are huge, and uh, I know they suck for us now. We actually do that event just to get the gear, mostly, I think. But, uh, um, yeah, so Scoundrel events, they're the one. And now, this week, we're going to talk about Omega Battles and uh, why they're important. Um, So, 
What, what? How high of a thing do you rate Omegas in this game? I mean, they're... Oh, it's kind of hard to say because they're necessary for Zetas. Um, I mean, Z- Zetas aren't necessarily required for characters to be useful, but I think most of the Megas or the Omegas kind of are required for a lot of characters. And um, I don't know. They're, I mean, they're pretty important and they're still scarce even though you get the one a day and then there are other ways to get them they've made it to where they're just they're just rare enough you can't spend them as much as you want but you're always short on them like i have enough for two zetas currently but those omegas like if if i put two zetas on people i'm basically dead on omegas so it's definitely one of those things you want to pay attention to and Definitely always be looking for the Omega battles because those are an easy way to get Omegas. Yeah, so as far as Omegas go, in my opinion, if before you're able to unlock Zetas, Omegas are almost as important to you as a new player because... <coughs> because cough, cough. No, because uh, when you have a lot of these abilities are the upgrades are just this much more damage or this much percent heal or this much percent that. But when you get to the Omega of an ability, like a basic or a special, it always adds that little something extra, right? So, like, for example, Fives Omega when it came out. Before it was, Fives would shoot once and he had a chance to give speed down. Well, when Omegas came out, Fives Omega became... If that character already has speed down, he attacks a second time, which yeah. was huge for fives at that time. Was there for a while. And so, and then you have Omega's like choppers, let's say, on his unique. So he always has a certain percent chance to assist Phoenix allies whenever they attack. That is, these are these are Omega abilities that. Some of them get to not quite to the level of Zeta, but far enough where as a new player, if you're able to get these Omega abilities, they're really going to set you apart from other new players. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they are important. And the thing is, right, you get these Omega battles every once in a while. Um, They've been more frequent lately because they will throw them in on weekends. There's not uh, assault battles or they will throw them in between in between uh, territory battles and territory wars, those types of things. So you'll see them pop up. But the best part is just by setting yourself up for other areas of the game, you don't have to set yourself up for Omega battles. For the most part, you're going to be ready for these as a new player. So, for example, they have seven different Omega battles, right? So the first one, Bespin, Rebels and Geonosians. Odds are, as a new player, you're not going to be farming Gene Oceans, right? But uh, as Nukin would agree, Rebels is what this game is all about. So uh, <laughs> you're probably going to have the Rebels to do the Bespin Omega battle at, at any given time. So that's an easy one. Then you go to Coruscant, and you have Ewok slash Empire. As a new player, you're probably not going to be farming those Ewoks, but there's a, lot, there's a pretty good case where uh, you're going to be... 
you're gonna have imp enough empire because you only need three for omega battles so three characters for omega battles and there's a pretty good chance you're gonna have empire if you don't have ewoks and then dathomir is jedi tuscan there's a pretty good chance if you're farming phoenix you already have two of the three jedi you already need for that one um tuscan no one's gonna have them for that uh if they do yeah. they've been playing a long time so yep. jedi for dathomir that's a pretty easy one especially if you're farming for yoda and thrawn and palpatine uh who and else you something got something else to point out is you know that all of these are three characters only so mm -hmm. it's not like you have to come up with a whole team of these characters and that really helps like the newer players because i mean you know newer players are definitely going to be struggling to be able to complete all of these but there's fortunately there's so much overlap with using characters to unlock others that um it shouldn't be too difficult to get to a point where you're not having any issues with the omega battles yep exactly and like i said it, it'll happen organically like you don't have to focus on arena battles for the most part most of these you'll be able to do just by farming what you want over time. Uh, the other one's indoor Sith slash droid. That one's a little more specialized, but I'm pretty sure at one point or another, everyone wants a Sith team or everyone wants. And back in the day, everyone wanted a droid team. So that's a pretty easy one to get. Droids are easy to farm. You'll be able to get that easy. Sith. Yep. There's a there's a pretty good chunk of Sith that are pretty easy to farm. If you're going for Palpatine, you're automatically going to have him. You're earning Vader shards with every achievement you do, so you're going to have him eventually for this. I mean, um, the next few are the ones where it actually gets a little tougher, but those first that's that's four out of the seven that as a new player you're going to be earning towards just easily. You know, and those omegas are important, so it's a good to be know that you can do that. The other ones are Hoth, Scoundrel. Actually, this one is easy too if you're going for the Scoundrel events we talked about on the last new player segment, because for Hoth you need Scoundrel or First Order, so you're going to be farming those Scoundrels anyway. So the odds are you're going to be able to get your credits, your training droids, and some omegas just by farming the Scoundrels. Yep. So there's that. So the last two are the ones that are kind of more specialized, and that would be Imperial Fleet, which takes resistance and clones. Unless you're actually going for those two teams, which are very good in my opinion, but probably not the best farms for a new player. You're gonna it's probably gonna take a while for you to beat the Imperial Fleet one or Jakku, well, which takes Night Sisters and Jawa. One thing I'd Same like to point there. out on the Imperial Fleet one with resistance is I mean, we're getting shards for Poe and Finn right now um True. you can always farm pilot or trooper uh, we're getting to where resistance is becoming quite a bit more farmable and with as good as they are um i mean like finn's one of the best zetas in the game even still especially if you're a newer player and you're kind of a long ways from jedi training ray uh i mean gearing up finn is a great idea, and then if you Zeta him, you're th this is done. It's super easy. So, yep, uh, makes sense. Yep. Uh, and then the Night Sister Jawas. Uh, you should be farming Jawas so you can get the beat the crit D um challenge. 
uh, just because I think those are the best mods in the game. So, real-world perspective on that, though. My B account, which is a year and a half old, I just finished getting all the Jawas to five stars to do this. So, Damn. it's not necessarily a so easy a thing to do or out. a... Yeah. Yeah, it's a little further out. That's why the, I put it as probably the hardest Omega battle to, to gear up for. Was, but still, yeah. If you were around, yeah, when it's Mother a little Talzin easy. It's definitely out. easier than the crit damage challenge because the crit yeah. damage challenge for three star is five five star Jawas, but for this you just need three three four star Jawas. I can't remember what the uh, requirements are, but if you were yeah. here in October when the Night Sisters came out, though, you should be good because. I mean, Talzin Zombie and then Initiate. Yeah. And you're probably yeah. good. If, so that. If you played it within the last amazing. two months, then you're probably good for that one. Yep. Um, what would be kind of your top general strategy tip as far as like Omega management? <laughs> I'm probably not the person to ask for this because I never run out. I have 120. No, you're the perfect person to ask because of that. <laughs> Not if you're going for GP. So I have 120 on my main account, and I think I have 180 on my B account, just because I know how important they are. So I keep them for the characters I want to use them on. Um, Wow. So as far as I go, I don't use it unless I know it's going to give me an an immediate uh, burst or bump on that character. Yeah. Only because I don't want... Okay. The GP is good, and uh, this might not be the best thing for me to say, considering all the guild leaders out there probably not wanting me to say this, but... And I'm a guild leader myself, so why am I doing it? But (laughs) I just... There's such a... It's such a commodity that I don't like to get low on them. You know what I mean? Like, I will spend purples until I'm at zero, but the minute I get to the Omegas, that's where I pause because I just... You need them for Zetas, and uh, you need them for your best characters, you know? So my thing is, if it adds something like a Fives, if it adds something like a, you know, Chopper, if it adds a significant amount of damage to a damage-dealing character, if it gives you an extra debuff that you didn't have that is awesome, like a you know, uh, buff immunity or things like that. Just things that are, you know, are going to make your team better. I use them on that. If it's just like, if it's like a support character that adds 10% damage on their Omega, like I'll, I'll pause on those types of things, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. Like uh percent damage increases. I think at this point are pretty, unimportant on omegas so if you're holding on to omegas for stuff that is like an actual i guess worded out ability that adds kind of a new dynamic to the ability that's something you'd want to spend them on using them you know to spend on abilities to so you can get to a zeta that's pretty important and uh generally leader abilities um you know stuff that you're going to use more leader abilities uniques kind of look at those things first um, you know, cause there will be that Omega crunch for a while. Uh, but yeah. That's... One of my favorite ones is good abilities that the Omega is cooldown minus one. Cause that can be 
Oh, just yes. an amazingly helpful thing. So, yeah, definitely helpful on the cooldowns because some of those cooldowns are obnoxious if you don't throw that Omega on it. And then suddenly they're just an even better character. Yeah, for sure. So, but yeah, Omegas are important. They're hard to resource or they're hard to manage as a resource in the late game. So if you are a new player, um, really think about where you're throwing them down. Don't just uh, get rid of them right when you get them on the first thing you see. Think about what you want them on and find the best thing. That way you are using them to their full advantage and it'll give you the most for your teams. Cool. All right. So for the most part, as a person, I consider my memory that of a goldfish. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, science lesson, goldfish lose their short term memory in about five seconds. So. I don't think that's, I don't think, I think it's like an hour, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) This is not exact science, okay? Well, we're like, I assume that you had about how long it takes for the goldfish to lose its mind. Anyway. Why are we talking about goldfish? Because we're jumping in a time machine. (laughs) Okay, all right. Well, (laughs) uh, we talked last week about bringing up a poll that we did back in the day on the podcast. Well, little did I know that this poll was actually done on the first Shattered Order podcast. So episode one, 78 episodes ago, this poll ran and we gave the information from it. So the poll was asked, what is the most wanted character that you have for this game that is not in it? And, uh, just to be clear, when we did this poll, what, the game had been out, what, about eight eight months, maybe? Whatever 78 weeks ago was. So a yeah. year and three months, something well, like that. It was started... right about when mods came out. Was that's it? right about when we started the podcast. When mod... we... I think we so did three was... episodes and then mods came out. July or August, I think. If I Maybe June. Some sometime oh. between June and August of last year. So a yeah, long time ago about... in a galaxy far, far away. And no, it exactly. wasn't last year. It was the year before that. <laughs> oh yeah, we just changed years. Duh. That's right. <laughs> I, I'm not getting used to this 2018 thing. That's all right. So yeah, we ran. It this takes poll a few weeks. It takes a few. And weeks. Uh, let people put in whatever responses they wanted to, and it's kind of cool going back and looking. Um, like there were a lot of people that people have really requested and wanted. And some of these characters, like I had totally forgotten about that people wanted, but ended up in that poll. So uh, yeah, I think this is pretty cool. Why don't you take us through it? All right. So the top three most requested characters from a year and a half ago, basically are all in this game now. So that's kind of uh, interesting. Number one, the number one. Okay, let me preface this by saying it's not the exactly what people wanted, but it is what people wanted in the sense. Yes, it is in a sense. He is holding a lightsaber and he is not farm boy Luke with a gun. (laughs) So the number one character that people wanted was Jedi Luke. 
Now, he's not listed as a Jedi, but we do have CLS in this game now. And uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. Number one, wanted a new Luke character with a lightsaber, and now we have him. Number two, the one that I put as my number one for the game, General Kenobi, who came out with the heroic tank. So there was that. And then uh, the number three character that people wanted in the game back then was R2-D2. And uh, since that time, we have all three of those characters. The top three most wanted are in the game. So I thought that was interesting. And this, I think, uh, at at the time we did this poll, it was basically just our guild that was doing the poll, essentially. And mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of interesting that the top three characters are... At this point, three of the best characters in the game. I mean, I don't think anyone yeah. would really argue about how good they are in the game. So that's uh, that's really cool that um, they've, you know, they seem to be paying attention with uh, these super wanted characters and actually making it to where they have a longer shelf life than a lot of other characters in the game. Worth the wait, as they say. Absolutely. So the... S- you got two more characters, which I won't list right now. We'll get back to that. But uh, the sixth most requested character is also in the game, and that is BB-8. Yep. And to be honest, back when this poll ran, I did not think that that was going to happen. I didn't think R2 or BB-8 would be in this game. But, yeah. well, there were other droids in the game at that point. I don't know. I just didn't see non uh combat droids making their way into the game somehow but they are here and they made it work so well the game has changed a lot too since then i mean it's oh yeah like when we did this poll mods weren't even out yet so it's almost like it's a completely different game that we're playing at this point exactly you can, you can, there's a good chance you'll see a lot of characters that you didn't think would be in this game. But uh, let's see. So, the next one that is actually in the game from the list is the 11th most requested character. And that would be another one of the best characters in this game. And that is Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yes. I don't even, I, I, don't, I think back then, me and you didn't even know who he was. I that is seem correct. to remember. I like, if we were to go yep. back and listen to episode one, I'm pretty sure we were both like, who is Grand Admiral Thrawn? <laughs> yeah, I might do that this week. Just go back and listen to that first episode and scratch my ears out and uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, just kind of <laughs> oh, how it sounded. But yeah, um, there were a lot of these characters that we were both kind of like, eh, you know, like maybe we had kind of heard of or vaguely knew of, but... Yeah, like I had never heard of Grand Admiral Thrawn before. So. Yep. So then we move to the 13th most requested character, and that is Mother Talzin. In the game now, was most one of the most recent ones, but she is in the game. Took over a year. She's there. I'm not surprised because, honestly, I, old Daka was in there. Uh, Talia was in there. All these characters that when you watch the Clone Wars cartoon, you're like, Mother Talzin is the one everyone knows. Who are these other random night sisters? So it's kind of interesting. They got her in there when they started the game. They went with so many of those kind of vague characters. Like there were a lot of night sisters from the very beginning. Um, 
We had a decent number of resistance because the movie had just come out. Like, And there were so many unnamed characters in the beginning of the game that it's... I'm glad that they waited on some of these... Um, you know, more wanted characters until the game kind of made its mark and kind of figured out what the game was going to be because it'd be really disappointing if they'd come out with some of these characters then and them just kind of be irrelevant now. Yeah. Uh, after Talzin, so 15th. Kind of funny, the only rebel on the list back then, Kanan. Yeah. So, not even anywhere on the list any of the other rebels. Sabine, Ezra, Hera, Chopper, no other Phoenix. But Kanan was on the list, and Kanan and the rest of the rebels made their way into the game. So, there that is. Yep. Um, Yeah, so, going over other characters that aren't in the game, um, I'm going to list them off and their rank, but I'm going to... I'm going to put a special asterisk next to the ones that I actually think might come this year. So the first off, the number four ranked character that people wanted was wait for it. Revan. So Revan was the number four character that people wanted in the game. No surprise there. I saw a lot of people in chat saying, you know, what would be the number one most wanted character right now? I think you're all right, and I think it would probably be Revan and not Darth Jar Jar, like I think <laughs> I'm saying there. <laughs> but, so, uh, yeah, Revan. Uh, real quick and, on Revan. So, he's clearly a pretty wanted character. Um, and probably going to be a legendary event of some degree. <sighs> what do you think is going to be required for him? You have any ideas? Uh... Old Sortor characters, so HK-47, uh, Darth Nihilus. No, that's that's court. I'm mixing up my games here. I have no idea, man. <laughs> Honestly, um, I've what, heard what is there even left? that uh, Sith Trooper and Assassin would be required. Uh, they came with Nihilus. Um, I would think Nihilus would be required. Outside of those three, I don't really know, but... I mean, I think those guys would probably have to be at least five stars to have a chance at unlocking Revan. Um, so, yeah. So we will yeah, see, I guess. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going to happen. I guess we'll find out. There, It's just there's so many legendaries now that uh, without double dipping, it's it makes it hard to guess what faction makes sense for these characters, you know? Indeed. So... <laughs> Here we are a year and a half later, and I still don't know who Pre Vizsla is, so... Is that yep. the Mandalorian? That's the Mandalorian, right? I I believe so. But the leader of the Mandalorians in Clone Wars. Yeah, not so, uh, sure. So, I'm wrong. I do know who it is, and they would be awesome. Yeah. So, Pre Vizsla, I'm okay with that. That was number five back then. Uh, number seven... Another one that I think will be put in this game this year, and that is Padme um, Amidala. Is it Padme Amidala? Am uh, I mixing names here? No, that is accurate. Hey, there you go. Padme Amidala, Queen Amidala. 
I think that she is going to end up in this game this year. But that was the that, number seven most wanted most wanted character. It's interesting. Um, she could have like some Jedi Knight Anakin synergy, where uh, you know um, he he you know gets angry or something and exposes himself, or I don't know, or exposes her. Exposes her exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, th- there's a like the way they've been doing synergies and stuff. There's a lot of stuff they could probably do there with her. Um, who knows? We'll see. Yep. Um, After that, oh, so yeah, go Mia, ahead. Uh, hold on. I don't know this next Mia one. Baca brings up an interesting point that I really like. If they drop Padme, he said, "Get ready for a villain's downfall." That would be really interesting to have Padme show up and then use her as one of the characters that leads into the fall of Anakin Skywalker to become like dark Anakin Skywalker or something. That would be yes, super please. Awesome. Order six six Vader would be my dream. Yep, that would be awesome. I think that I listed Padme as one of my required characters to be. Uh, released for a villain's journey in our discord when we were talking about it oh yeah that'd be great i totally that would be great so do you know who this next person is because i have no idea i have no idea either maybe people in our chat will know yeah so number eight is bastila shan or shan or bastila shan anybody know who that is (laughs) big star wars fans here Look at us. Bastila Shan. No idea. That yeah, was number eight. I didn't put her as one I thought would come into this game this year because who? Exactly. Um, number nine, Kortor. There it is. Uh, Not surprised. That's exactly yeah. why I don't know who it is. Uh, the next one I do know who it is. Uh, number nine was Conehead, <laughs> also known as Kai Adimundi, the Jedi which I'm surprised with all the random uh, Council Jedi that they had in the game from the start that Kai Adi Mundi wasn't in there already. Yeah. Um, not That's on the sweet, list, but also beer, one though. I wonder why is in there is Shakti. Is that beer? Uh, no, I said uh, he has a sweet beard. Sweet Kai beard. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, who, what, what brewery named their beer Kai Adi Mundi? That's, <laughs> that's pretty impressive. Maybe there is like a Jedi beer out there. <laughs> if there's like a Jedi beer brewing company, uh, we need to we need to talk with those guys. Anyway, dude, if if we could get a sponsorship for beer, that would be the end of everything. Beer or vaping? Oh my god, that would be perfect. We'll look into <laughs> it. Um. So the next one is one I am super excited about. It's a character I have wanted since the beginning. Uh, Django Fett. And I... <laughs> what? Yes, Django Fett. What were I'm you about just, to say? My, my complete and ho- utter hope is that it's a legendary that requires clones. I Just so you have to level them and gear them. I, I've got them all at seven star, but I would throw up a little bit if I had to put any gear on them. Um... Jango yeah, Fett would be great. I'm though. really hoping uh, that that would be super awesome. Hopefully, it would be bounty hunters to get him, and not those godforsaken creatures. But um, yeah. <laughs> oh God, I 
Please be clones for Django. Please. No, 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 no. No. Um, no, thank you. So the number 12 is Mara Jade, who is not canon anymore, I don't think. So the I I mean, I know there's a couple non-canon characters in the game, but I just don't see Mara Jade making it into the game. And if Wink, if you don't know who Mara Jade is, she was uh, Luke Skywalker's wife. Yeah. I also a do. Jedi. I, I know basically who she is. I don't know much about her, but I know of her. Okay, so that was 12 at 14. Another one I can see coming into the game this year. I don't know if it'll happen, and that is C-3PO. Dude, need that Ewok synergy. Bring it. Dude, I'm telling you, the golden god of the Ewoks needs to be in the game. Make those Ewoks even better. Yep. 100% agree. (laughs) Well, that's Uh, the thing, right? He doesn't have... Obviously, he'd be a rebel, but he doesn't have to be introduced into the game to make rebels even better. That would probably make Nukin happy. I know how he feels about those rebels, but... uh, Absolutely. He doesn't have to be introduced into the game to make rebels better. He can be put in the game to make a lesser-known, lesser-used faction like the Ewoks, who are already... Pretty good, just not used a lot right now, even though they got a lot of good characters recently. Adding another one to make them even better would just be awesome. Yeah. And, I mean, Hermit Yoda brought a whole new uh, list of options that they can do with characters to the game. So you could see something with C-3PO where it's not even an attacker, where he's just kind of a 100% support type character. And maybe like his basic call someone into assist or something along those lines. There'd be a lot of options. And you don't there. even. Yeah, you don't even have to give him a leader ability, but make him kind of like Veers, where it's his unique that really helps the Ewoks. You know, something where he doesn't have to be the leader of the team. You can still use your Chirpas or your Tebos and, or your. Those are the only two still, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, just do something like that. That would be a really cool C-3PO. So I'm losing count here. C-3PO was... 14. C-3PO was 14. So number 16, another one that I can see coming this year, Bosk. Yeah. Another one of the most wanted characters, Bosk and... Seriously, dude. And I love he, Bosk in the Clone Wars cartoon. I love him in the uh I love him in the original trilogy. I just think it'd be awesome if Bosk was in this game. So Bosk was a bounty hunter. Um Yep. He could totally come with Django Fett in like a uh kinda of what they did maybe with Darth Nihilus last year, where um they bring like Django Fett, Bosk, and Embo or something. Uh and Rework bounty hunters and you know uh something along those lines uh that'd be really cool to have um well he looks like reptile from mortal kombat but it'd be cool to have him in the game too um (laughs) that he does that he does all right um Um, i literally have no idea what this next thing you have written down is this a typo it must not be because a lot of people have typed his name into the live chat 
while we've been talking about this. So, oh, um, okay. My maths are already gone. Uh, the life of a goldfish here. But uh, uh-huh. the next one is Hondo Onaka. That was another one that we had on our list of most wanted characters. The second one from yeah. the bottom, but he is on the list. Hondo Onaka, uh, the car dealer. Is, um, okay. Yeah. Owner of the used car lot on uh, Tatooine. Yep. Used car dealer. That's. Uh, I like that. That's a good nickname. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Hondo Onaka, that was the next one who would come into the game as a scoundrel. I know a lot of people say bounty hunter, but he's a pirate, so it doesn't really make sense to me. He's not going for bounties. He's more of a scoundrel. And if they added pirate to the game, that would be he would be the king or the leader of a pirate faction. So yeah. uh, maybe we'll see a pirate faction this year. That would be cool. Heck yeah. But, uh, yeah, Hondo Anaka. And another one, the last one on our list that I also saw a lot of people talking about in chat, Jabba the Hutt. No Jabba. I think Jabba the Hutt in this game would be freaking awesome. And you don't even have to have him fight. You can have him and Salacious Crumb as one character, and Salacious can do all the fighting (laughs) while Jabba tells him what to do. Nice. That's interesting. Um... So, you know, Jabba's one of those few characters that is in all three of the movies. And he's kind of a prominent character in all three of the original movies. I mean, maybe not in there a lot, but, like, he's kind of central to the storyline, especially for Han. And, you know, having that prominent of a character not be in the game yet, you know, you get him in here. Bring on Jabba. What was he in uh, A New Hope? I can't remember. Or was it just that he was being, that uh, Greedo was going after Han for Jabba? Yeah, Greedo was going after him, and then Jabba runs into Han before they're leaving on the uh, on the Falcon. And Yeah. Was that the special edition? That's in both of them. The original as well. God, they I redid the effects in the special edition. Right but yeah. Okay. Indeed. Yep. I would be totally cool with Jabba. I think he's awesome. So I agree with you. So that's pretty cool. Going back right. in time well, why machine don't you a little go... bit and checking out that list. Dude, episode one. What? I know. Can you? Crazy. Okay. Off the rails here. Can you believe that we are on episode 79 of this it's podcast? It's pretty crazy. Yep, we that just we keep do this every single week. We're like a disease that won't go away. We just keep coming back. It's it's pretty awesome. We are your year and a half long flu. Enjoy. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> um, well, uh, let's see. We got a little bit of ICFR this week. Um, it's a little bit different though. I found a couple really cool things on Reddit today that I wanted to share and make sure everybody checked out. So there was one video that somebody cleared phase four with a Zated Phoenix team. Um, the team was entirely Zated. Uh, I know Ezra was in there. I am going to go to my Reddit right now and find that post. Should be pretty easy to find. And I did find it. So the team that they used was... 
Hera lead gear 12, Sabine gear 12, uh, Kanan chopper and gear 12 Ezra. And they were able to pull off 12 and a half million damage in, uh, phase four. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, you know, they can actually be good with, you know, 12 Zetas or however many it is they take. Actually, I think it's four, but, um, so that was pretty cool. So if you're Zeting Phoenix, you know, they can, they're still awesome in the raids. Uh, so it seems like they are really one of those teams where you'll never really waste your resources at all. So I thought that was really cool. However, the best thing I've seen all week by far Shout out to Woot57. Um, the video is titled Something Completely Different. I don't know if you've seen this, but if you haven't, you absolutely must. I will definitely put a link in the show notes uh, to the Reddit page, but it is just hysterical. Um, it's a kind of a swaga video that is like a... Um, Almost like a remix type video with some different audio overlays and stuff. It, honestly, it is just brilliant. It is hilarious. Um, I was laughing so hard watching that video. So you guys absolutely must go check it out. You're back. Yeah, I watched that this earlier today and uh, cracked up. Yeah. Pretty amazing, it's huh? pretty funny. The one with Gar Saxon, especially, that one made me laugh. <laughs> it was yeah, at this was exact it. moment he knew he fucked up. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just so good. So good. Um, yeah, so definitely go check that out because that was the funniest thing I've seen all week. Um, so it's time to get into our main topic for the week. Uh, something we've had a lot of requests about is. Zeta discussions. Uh, we don't really get to talk about them enough. There are so many options, so many choices, so many different reasons to Zeta someone. Um, so we wanted to talk about our top five Zetas. And uh, I will let you take it away. I am going to step away for one second. Okay, yeah, so the first... Uh, the first, this is going to be a Zeta top five segment we're going to try to do on the podcast uh, for the next few weeks because really, after the next few weeks, there's really no area for Zeta top fives <laughs> left to do. But uh, yeah, so um, we're going to start with Territory Wars because uh, as far as offense and defense go, there are some Zetas that are really going to uh, help you out overall as a territory wars player and uh i'm really looking forward to seeing what the live chat says we are missing here but uh these are these are my top five here so these are in no particular order i'm not ranking them by what's best but just of the five that i can say are really good for this so the first one i will say is great for this is veers and that is because the trooper team as an offensive team is is great. They can beat a large assortment of different synergy teams and throwing that Zeta on Veers just to fully bring that team together um, will really help out your offense. Um, the next one I have here is Barris. 
uh, a GK Barris team, whether it is used on offense, which we've done in the past in our territory wars, just so that the resistance didn't eat them apart. But uh, uh, GK Barris teams, um, having Barris Zetaed, if you build a... We're going to build a wall. A GK Zaris ball, ball, wall. Ugh, God. That's what <laughs> happens when I uh, make uh, presidential quotes here. But uh, build a GK Barris wall, that can be helpful because you just eat through all of their resistance teams. Or if you use them on offense, they're pretty... Depending on who you use with the two, you can really pretty much chew through anything, whatever team you're going up against. So that's Veers, Barris. Another one I have is Maul. Just because if you put a Zeta on Maul and you put a full Sith team on defense, um, the the AI doesn't really mess up that team. So it makes it a very good option for a defensive team in Territory Wars just because um, Zeta Maul-led teams of Sith are very good on defense. Or at least, at the very least, pesky enough that they are going to make you use a really good team against them or a specialized team. Um, another one, Finn. Always Finn. I love the resistance. I, if you listen to this podcast, you'll remember when I zated Finn at the first time and just yep. how much I gushed about that resistance team and how much that team has meant in this game and how good they've been ever since then and even before then, before I even found out about it. But uh, Finn is great in this because if you don't know or don't even think about the fact that the first or resistance and first order get a bonus in Territory Wars because it is on Jakku, which was one of the main planets from the Force Awakens. So they get a bonus having a Zeta on Finn using the Finn the standard Finn uh, led resistance team on offense. You could pretty much beat most things they kind of struggle against cls teams only because of the counters um there's a few other teams like a uh, qui-gon Jin lead uh jedi teams are they can beat them they're just kind of pesky and annoying um yeah so finn is another one for me and then talking about qui-gon Jin, qui-gon Jin zetas are another great one for either offense or defense because a lot of times you'll go up against a wall of Jedi's all Qui-Gon Jinn leads, and those leads with the foresight after every kill are just super annoying. And so yeah. that, was, that would be my top five. How about you? So I'm, I had three that were like far and away three that I would no question do. Um, and then I kind of had a bunch in consideration for that last spot. So for me, Finn is an obvious yes. Uh, he's so good on offense. Like there's, I mean, they wreck so many teams on offense when you're using them. They're obviously not good on defense, but they're basically an auto win against most teams. So Finn is an absolute must Zeta. Barris, I think is another one. Um, even though I still have not Zated Barris. Um, I she's ridiculous for territory wars, um, and just arena in general. Um, you know, pairing her with Kenobi, they are scary good. Uh, if you're not using Kenobi somewhere else, um, 
You won't regret putting a Zeta on her, I don't believe. Uh, the other is Ray Jedi training. Um, she's pretty damn good on defense. If you've got her, you've got BBA. You can build a pretty good team from those. Um, and her leader ability, I think, is really the only one that's required. Um, so real quick on Ray Jedi training. Uh, I think that her first unique is the second Zeta you should do on her, the one that actually cleanses debuffs. I did the other one, the one that gives her the foresight and stuff. I think the uh, debuff cleansing is much more valuable, in my opinion. So if I'm ranking her Zetas, it's going to be her leader ability, then her self-cleanse, and then her foresight um, Zeta. Just, you know, a little side tangent there. Um, uh, as <laughs> the last two spots, I kind of had to decide between Maul, Veers, could throw one in the Night Sisters. You could do R2 because of what he does for the entire team when you do number crunch. Qui-Gon Jinn. All those characters are under consideration. Uh, it's, I don't know. It, it's tough Hard for to me pick, to right? say. It really is. Um, I mean, if we're strictly talking territory war, I would probably say Veers and Maul. Just because, you know, you can put Maul on defense. And that's a really good defensive team. Um, you kind of need other Sith, though, like Trooper and Assassin. So that could be a little problematic. Uh, but Veers is obviously ridiculously good with Troopers. And, um, yeah, I think that's my answer. I think there's mm -hmm. three that are far and away the best ones. And then you have a little bit of an argument for those next couple spots. Absolutely. All right. Well, we'll see what we, which area of the game we pick for the Zeta top five for next week. And uh, we'll go from there. But uh, that's it for this week. So that'll take us into. I don't know if you know this, Wink, because you thought that we were still in 2017, but uh, it's I the know. new year. It, indeed, it is. <laughs> indeed. It is. How was your New Year's Eve? What'd you do? Um, hung out with some friends and played games and drank. It's a pretty typical Sunday night. Sounds it was a good time. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Yeah, it is definitely what I did. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Here's a question. Oh, what is that name of that? Have you heard of that that board game where you put like the dental dam in your lips and it just yeah. holds your mouth wide open um, and then you try to talk? Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. I don't know what the name... Speak Out, I think. Oh, God. We is played that, that on... Speak Out. That's the name of that game. We played that on New Year's Eve. That is the most ridiculous game ever. Yeah. We we played a really <laughs> cool game. I'm not sure what the name of it is, but uh, you got like this boat and it teeter-totters and you have to... You have these different shaped pieces of wood and you got to put them on there. It's kind of like... I want to compare it to Jenga, but it's a little bit different. Uh, requires a little bit more skill and stuff. That that was a lot of fun. And then we have a few classic board games that we like playing, like Carcassonne and Catan. So uh, played stuff <laughs> like that, nice. and it was a hell of a time. Very nice. Yeah, it was a good time. Very rang in the New Year's. Here we are, 2018. Welcome. 
Um, let's talk about 2017 though, real fast. So I want to we we are sticking with the top five uh, motif here, and so I just want to know. What were your top five favorite things from Galaxy of Heroes in 2017? This was a pretty easy list for me to make. Um, I think my favorite number one overall uh, would be Territory Wars. That's something we've wanted forever. We've been wanting, you know... um, a way for guilds to finally actually compete, to actually battle each other. Territory Wars, hell of a lot of fun. You get some pretty good rewards. It's something different. It's not too much work for anyone, it, but it still takes some creativity, and, you know, it's just, it, it's different. So uh, that is probably my favorite thing to come from 2017. My second favorite is going to have to be Hermit Yoda. Because I love me some Hermit Yoda. Um, however, that new shard shop sure gave Hermit Yoda a run for his money. Uh, there's nothing like getting rid of all those old shards and converting it into all this rare gear that you really need. Um, I mean, being able to get uh, those gear 11 and 12 pieces that are kind of difficult and stun guns and all that stuff like it is just amazing could could you i agree that church shop is awesome i could (laughs) no one will hear it on the audio podcast oh nice you're muting it love me some nicotine but So, um, but you're a vaping man. Speaking on that shard shop trend and something that is not in my uh, in my top five list. And before I go into that, I just want to ask this question: Judging on what's happening in live chat, was was the quality of life update this year? I thought that was 2016. I was thinking the same thing. Um, Thank you, Sparrow. Sparrow, what the fuck is (laughs) Sparrow? Sparrow, thanks, Sparrow. Dude, I forgot. <laughs> I think the quality of life was last year and like giving us 4x speed and all that stuff, like I like it just seems so ingrained into the game at this point that I yeah, I mean that's yeah, that that that's going to be on my list. Um my fourth was the Heroes Journey events. Um you know, getting that new type of legendary event and um, the quality of life update definitely has to be on there because uh, 1x speed was god awful. And um, uh, I mean, 4x speed is obviously amazing, and being able to basic auto and the challenge changes and all that stuff, it's uh, yeah, it's been. That was a good update. I, it, I can't believe that it makes was last sense year. that it was last year. Yeah, it does. That's, yeah, it's just, I, it, it's it was close enough to 2016 that I left it off my list just because I wasn't sure. And we made this list close enough to when we recorded that I just didn't want to go back searching for it. But uh, it's qual- that quality of life update was huge when it came out. All the things that they put in that were great, and I loved it. But uh, what I was going to say when you're talking about Shard Shop, one thing, another thing that I love that I didn't put on my list is this 
shuffle that they did with the guild store. Uh, all the extra That's gear that they one. made, the amount of the prices they did for it, and then yep. sh- throwing all those new characters into the guild store has been great because there's oh, a lot yeah. of characters in there now that I'm farming that I would not have spent a cantina farm on. For example, IG100 Magnet Guard. I am about four shards from him being five or seven star. I'm stoked nice. about that. Sith Assassin. I did not want to do another 16 energy node farm, so I've been farming her in there. Oh, is she um, in there? Nice. Didn't realize that. She is. Kit Fisto's in there now. I would never spend Canteen Energy on yep. him, but at some point I will farm him through there. I mean, just just the changes they did to the, the guild store have been great as well. And that followed. That was not at the same time as the shard shop, so it was a, a second change that was just great yep. as far as uh, shipments go. So I was yep. pretty stoked about that. Cool. So... That's your list. There's my list in no particular order. I'm not trying to rank these. I just want to list five things that I really liked about 2017. And my, the first one I listed was Territory Wars, same as you. That that that, that game mode, just the fact that it's three days, um, it's not a gigantic time sink like ter- or like the tournaments was. Um, that's just. It's becoming one of my quickly one of my favorite game modes because it's just so fun, especially when you can end up fighting a guild that you know, like we did with Hoth Ski Patrol last yeah, week. Sure. Um, it's just it, it's a lot of fun just to see what you can do to make the other team not be able to beat you. Um, I don't know if I if we were like oh four and one instead of three one and one like we are now. I don't know. Maybe my opinion would change, but we are doing yeah. well in it, and uh, it's been... F- I, I love it. Territory Wars is great. Uh, another one I had was Heroes Journeys. I think those Heroes Journeys are super fun. I've had to panic farm both of them. I can't say that I like the panic farm, but uh, I have finished both panic farms and got the characters, and uh, I'm loving them. I love those events, just the way they're done, the cinematics to them, telling a story... Um, like no other part of this game does. I just think that that's really great. One other thing that only came through once and then got shelled was Heroic Battles. I think that was an awesome thing that they did. Just these mini one-person raids that you did. Yeah. Uh, I think that, that the Ewok Heroic Battle with the ATST is super fun. Um, you got to work towards it. I'm telling you now, I lost every single one until the most recent one where I beat it. Um, nice. I'm not upset that I'm behind on Wicked Shards just because, like I've said before, I think the fun in it is getting to the point where you can beat it. I'm now at the point where I can, I know I can beat it. I'm not totally sure I'll beat it the next time, but I'm excited to try it again. I think heroic battles are awesome. Totally agree. Um, so that's where I'm at with heroic battles. I wish they didn't shelve them, but it there are just things that get shelved. Like I was looking through the events for the new player segment earlier. Like, do you remember the the Jedi? Oh, what is it? What is it called? It was a Jedi something for Kit Fisto, and then there was a Jedi Force for Ayala Secura, and that event was fun. And then not enough people liked it, and they got rid of that. I mean, there's just things in this game that oh, show yeah. up and then disappear. Tournaments, for another yep. example. But yep. 
heroic battles are fun. Hopefully, maybe the, eventually they'll decide how to redo them to make them come back. But that was one of my favorite things. Yep. And you said Hermit Yoda. Um, I'm going to say Wampa. I think Wampa <laughs> is one of my favorite things from 2017. I love that dude. I use him every day, all the time, everywhere. Wampa is love. Wampa is life. All right. Flash events. Uh, that was another one I thought was awesome. Maybe they weren't implemented the best way when they first came out. They were a little better the second time around. and the th- Or maybe it was the third time around. But uh, they had three, two or three of them. And then we just kind of lost them. But I thought flash yeah. events were really cool. Um, you got to pick where you played in it. Everyone had a place. Every player style, every player level had a spot in flash events just to gain gear once or twice or three times a day. I thought flash events were really cool. Um, but uh, we don't know what happened to them. We don't know if they're gone, but we shall see. And uh, bonus worst thing for 2017 the removal of the monthly crystal sub. That was very sad. Rest in peace, my friend. Indeed. I know a lot of people really like that, and it is gone. And I remember when it when it got taken out, we were talking about, oh, you know, maybe they have something in place to replace this that'll be awesome for those mid-spenders that you all buy this, you know. But so yeah. far, no go, nothing, nothing yet, yet uh, nothing for it, so... They're obviously still making their money, but just I just don't understand for those mid-spenders that have nothing to spend now. That is just gone. There's nothing there. So yeah, maybe we'll see something in 2018. Um, uh, was kind of watching live chat and also just kind of thinking about some other things that kind of happened this year. So, you know, we got Territory Battles. We got the First Order rework at the beginning of the year, which gave us the amazing Kylo and Boba. Uh, That's something that should have been on my favorite things, was beating Galactic War with two characters. That was awesome. Um, (laughs) That was uh, a pretty sweet video. We had Darth Nihilus come out. We had Thrawn come out. We had the Veers rework. Um, We had a lot of new Zetas get added. Uh... Man, what else was there? There there was a lot of stuff that happened this year. You don't really think about it that much until, um, you know, people kind of start sparking your memory of it. But, yeah, there was a lot of really cool stuff that happened this year. And, um, yeah, it was a pretty good year in Swaga overall. Let, yeah, let's just say that reworks as a whole for entire factions oh, yeah. starting this year was a great thing. No doubt about it, yep. Because they brought some of those characters where you were like, I will never use this person to prominence. So, and some were like, happy about that. Actual reworks, like you know, first order, for example. Others were uh, reworks by adding new characters, like the Night Sisters, and then you kind of had you know what they did with the troopers and stuff. Um, We also had the mythic events come. uh, Thanks, Vistarkai. Forgot to mention that one. Um, yeah, that's another another good one. For sure. Is that a All lot right, this year? Next thing. You know, we did a lot yeah. of complaining through. Uh, we did a lot of complaining through the lull period. I think there was about two, three months there where we just were flooded with marquee events and nothing else. But uh, yeah. we made it through, and as far as the year as a whole goes, I think it was pretty successful. We didn't so. get a single new raid in 2017, though. 
that that is uh yeah we'll talk about that so (laughs) top five most wanted things in the new year for you all right so my i guess this is no particular order but these are five things that i would absolutely love to see uh i would love to see a jedi rework um it would be great to actually have jedi be extremely good it would be nice um you know, Qui-Gon had his moment in the sun, but Jedi are too prominent to uh, be as lackluster as they are. I don't know. Um, you have Kenobi, who's fantastic, obviously. Like ninth tier? <laughs> do what? Ninth tier Jedi? Oh, yeah. Yeah. L- like, yep. literally, the, the the one faction in the game I have no one that's decent on. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I mean, they have some only because I know are... how bad they are right now. Yeah, and there are a lot of Jedi that are good in other comps. They're just not a great team overall. Um, mod management has to come. Uh, mod managing mods right now is just brutal. Uh, we definitely need a way to build mod sets and just move them around. That one I would just be so freaking excited to finally see. Um. I want a new raid. Uh, I've never really been the raid guy, but I don't want a raid like we've had. I want a raid that is a ship and character raid where it's, you know, one or two phases of ships, the rest of them characters, and, you know, your guild has to go through that and beat it. Like, maybe a Death Star raid to get Jedi Luke, something like that would be amazing. But, um, yeah, However, I think in order to do that, they need to bring ship hardware finally to the game. Uh, You know, ships have been here well over a year now, and we still don't have a way to customize those um, to make it a little bit more unique in the way that characters are, you know, with mods. So uh, bring on the ship hardware. Mm -hmm. And uh, the last thing that I would like to see would be Maybe a monthly uh, Territory War tournament of some sort. So, like, maybe the team that beats the most Galactic War or something have, like, tier of rewards or something for those. I think that would be pretty cool because that would... That might help incentivize more guilds to try to win. Like, if you only get credit for wins you make. Because I know that's something a lot of people have talked about lately is the frustration of... A lot of guilds setting really easy defenses and it, you know, essentially resulting in a tie. And I think adding more rewards or something like that could incentivize some of those teams to change their strategy there and be more competitive. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I like yours and uh, some of them bleed into mine. So I'll go into mine and we can talk a little more if we want to. But uh uh, first thing I had on here was reworks, and uh, I totally agree with the Jedi. I think Jedi deserve a rework. They're one of the main central figures of all of Star Wars, and uh, the fact that there's so many Jedi's, and you can't make a meta team filled with Jedi is just crazy to me. So the, um, like. I know there's not a lot of dark side characters, but even with the limited dark side characters you get, there are meta teams. 
You cannot make a meta team out of Jedi in this current meta. It's it's crazy. Jedi need a rework, and uh, it'd be great if they got one because they'd, they'd probably add new ones in there, but the ones that we all have and love, we would be able to start using. So that would be great. The other two I have are droids. Uh, droids have always been a cult following in this game. They were great in the meta for a very, very, very long time. And they just suddenly dropped out completely. Um, I think droids need a rework. I think General Grievous needs a rework. Uh, with characters like BB-8 with their droid synergy. Or Chopper with his droid synergy. Getting a rework in there and being able to figure out a cool droid team to use would be really fun. Uh, I really want a droid rework. And the last thing I have is Bounty Hunters. Bounty Hunters need a rework. They need to make them work better together, especially since the fact that they are a needed team for dark side territory battles and really don't have that great of synergy. Besides three characters, maybe. They just really need a rework. And adding Bosk or Forlom, Zuckus, um, what is that? What is that girl's name? Aura Singh. Any of those four. Imbo. I mean, all these characters, bounty hunters they have that they can add to this game to make the bounty hunters better. I just think that the bounty hunters have a rework coming. And uh, on that note, I think the fact that they just sold a Boba Fett pack for the holidays on a discount might be hinting towards something. That's interesting. I like that. Because uh, they always do some things for a reason, right? Yep. And I also like that there are literally two bounty hunters that are uh, Mortal Kombat characters. It's great. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You got Raiden. Thank you. <laughs> Raiden and Reptile. See? Hey, that is awesome. You have a beer delivery service. Wow. I'm impressed. <laughs> Gotta love the wa- The wife is the best. So, yeah, reworks for Jedi droids and bounty hunters. That would be great. GD Sands, people do love Boba Fett, but they always put things in at certain times. And maybe you're right. Uh, with the new movie came in, coming out, a lot of new players came in. And trying to sell new players a Boba Fett pack makes perfect sense. Yep. And I could be totally wrong. But the fact that Boba or bounty hunters are needed for dark side territory battles as a team and don't have that great of synergy, I just got to think that they did that with something in mind. Yep. Um, new quality of life update. Dude, loved that quality of life update. The last one they did. Uh, I think a dev on Reddit that we went over talked about it being a every six month thing or six to nine month thing. So I think we're getting close to do um, a new quality of life update would be great. Just throw in that mod uh, management oh God, and yes. a couple of other things. Another another challenge update, whatever yep. you want to do. Uh, put some stuff I, in there, and it'll make us all happy. Uh, th- something we're kind of talking about in the chat, like, w- as far as, like, what you'd want from Quality of Life update, the things you just mentioned, uh, challenge rework and the um, the mod management. In addition, it would be really nice if they would fix raid rewards. I From the Rancor, I'll be honest, I'd rather just have currency. Quit giving us gear. I don't need half the shit I get anyway. Uh, I don't need 90% of the shit I get. Uh, Give me the currency and let me buy what I need. 
I've got no droid collars. I need droid collars. I am sick of the godforsaken boomboxes. Um, something like <laughs> yeah. that would be amazing. Um, the setup for territory wars, like the reward structure, is a thousand times better. Uh, give us something more like that. Um, I think that it, the only reason I would be not okay with just giving us currency is if they took out the chance at a full piece. So it would have to be I, I would currency be to or a chance trade. at a full piece. I'd be I, willing no, to make No that way, trade. man. You're not going to get enough currency out of one raid to buy a full piece. So yeah, getting a, you, get, you getting give a me full that. boom box is basically getting nothing. I'd rather have the currency. I No. I got to have that opportunity of full piece because those full pieces are worth a lot more than the currency you'd get. Yeah, so if it was... If it was full piece and one third currency or currency, then I'd be okay with that. But if it was just here's some currency, I wouldn't be okay with that. You got to give me that chance at a full piece. What if it was, what if they did currency equal to the gear that you get? Like basically RNG, the amount of credits you get. As long as I got the chance. As long as you're saying I got the chance, I'm good. So you're telling me there's a chance. Exactly. I'm going to find uh, that audio. Next that thing that I want from 2018 is a villain's fall that's similar to Hero's Journey. I want a Hero's Journey for dark side characters. And as I've talked about on this podcast, I really, really want Order 66 Vader, but I would be happy with anything, really. So... Give me a villain's fall, and I will be happy. Uh, same with you. Like I talked about with the fact that there was no raid in 2017. Please, please, please add a raid. I think everyone in the chat, I think all the content creators, I think everyone out there in this game would like a new raid because raids are so fun in the fact that you have to figure out the best ways to beat them the best teams to get the most damage. I mean, we're still trying to find a heroic AAT full solo team. It does not exist. You can solo two phases at this point, or you can solo first and second, or you can follow third and fourth. You cannot solo the whole raid. People are still working on teams, trying to find ways to make that happen. And people find a lot of fun in that. That's the thing about raids. You can find ways to make the raid you know, find ways to beat the raid with new and fun teams. And I think a new raid would be great in this game right now, just with the characters we have trying to find a way to beat whatever new mechanics they put into one. I just really, really want a new raid. Indeed, I agree. So the last thing I had is ship PVE content and more ships. That's a good one. Please. Please add ship PVE content. Yep, Give me something other to do with my ships other than arena battles and territory battles, one battle or three or four battles a month using well, half of my fleet. There was so, a bug earlier this year. I'm not sure if people remember where there was something you would do and it would activate a pop-up that said you don't have enough ship energy to do this or whatever. So mm-hmm. I, it sounds like that's something they've been thinking about to some degree a little bit uh, is 
you know, energy for ships. So maybe um, a cantina battles or something along those lines. Uh, that would be amazing. And as I've mentioned before, I think that would come in step with ship hardware and that ship hardware could be got from those uh, PVE battles, you know, kind of the same way that mods are currently. Add another, uh, I'm down. Even if the bonus currency for it is at noon, like Cantina, whatever, add ship PVE content. Make it easier to farm ships. Put ships, more ships in the game. I don't care if they're named ships. Give me a freaking Ugnaught ship. I don't care. Why yeah. is there not a Naboo Starfighter? Why is there not uh, the the dual, the little freaking roller coaster looking cloud car for Lobot and Lando? You yeah. know, why there's so many ships they can put in this game, and I don't even care. Don't put them in marquees. Just throw them in shops. They can be crappy. Put more of them in the game. Give us something to farm, an easier way to farm. Just more ship content, because to uh, me, there's just they're just arena fodder. And the arena is so uninteresting once you have an arena meta team that it's just who has the most geared up character with Zetas to win the era of the fleet arena. That's 100% true. Something's got to change in there. And we're at a point that you can basically have every ship in the game maxed at level 85 and without putting much resource into it. Like, you shouldn't be able to get all of them max unless you're spending money. Like, that's kind of always been <laughs> their philosophy. I can't believe I just said that. But, I mean, that's kind of always been the strategy they've taken with this game. And yet we have ships that are kind what of... I you're cutting out, but... Ah, uh, oh, well. Uh, podcast will It's here. okay. Um, yeah, they will. You know... The only two right now that are that way are Kylo's, uh, Kylo's TIE Fighter and... Special Forces First Order TIE Fighter. Yeah. Those are the only it. two. Everything else has been added in, and it took a long time for a lot of those to even be added in, which should have never been the case, but that's where we are with ships. Like, they are literally... That's why for the longest time I said I hate ships. I'm telling you, I would not hate ships as much as I did in the past if that was something that I got to play. Because as easy as parts of territory battleship battles are, they are still fun because you get to use your ships to do them. And you don't ever fight anywhere else in a three-phase battle, right, with ships. That is the yeah. only place. But it's the little taste. It's the little taste of ship PvE content that makes you just want more. And even when they did that, they can then start in adding those hardware pieces for ships because those will drop on ship PvE nodes, right? So use your yeah. ship PE energy to farm these hardware pieces for your ships. I mean, people are not so getting your audio in the live stream. You just missed epicness there, oh. live stream. Because hopefully uh, the podcast got it. Um, no let me check. Uh, probably not. <laughs> Wonderful. We'll see. Wonderful. Yeah, whatever. I'm not muting my mic ever again. Um, but yeah. So basically, what I was saying is, there's a lot of content you can put in PVE with P ship uh, energy. 
You can put hardware on nodes to farm through that. You got the taste and territory battles of ship content on th- multi-phase battles, which are fun. You get to use your ships in them. It's just, I want and, that in the game. Sh- and ship energy would be another way to get to spend more crystals as well. Like, it, I can't come up with any reason why we don't have them. It just seems weird. Yeah, so. I uh, let's let's just say that I think that will come in 2018. If it yep. doesn't, then why the hell are ships a thing? I agree with you 100. percent So, you know what I want to do? What do you want to do? I want to do some trivia. I like some trivia too. Why don't you play that bumper so this is less awkward? It's time for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes Trivia! Oh, there's good. that. Sounds good. Playing that sweet jazz music. Love that jazz. Where's my All PowerPoint? Right. There it is. Oh, no, you jerk. Me? Not you. <laughs> no, good. Um, all right, so this is season six, episode three. We are tied up, if I recall correctly. You still owe two punishments. Um, we've got to dish one oh, of those out crap. next week. So, yeah, uh, I forgot to find that stuff you uh, were looking for me. Yeah. yeah what a punk. Well, what a I good do. night punk. I know. Oh, uh, well. We will come up with something here pretty soon. Uh, yeah. Let's, um... What do we got this week? I got some uh, trivia questions. That's what we got. I, Are I you hope ready to, for that? I am. I hope to have some new audio drops for the podcast next week. Um, I've got some things I want to add in to start using a little bit more. So, uh, fingers crossed I can get that done this weekend. Sounds good, man. Man, I'm just I'm just looking and fi- trying to figure things out. Everything I said when my mic mouth 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 when my mouth was muted will not end up on the live stream or the audio podcast. Well, fortunately, I am recording. So All right. You're just well, creating you get that a little part bit more in work for me, but that's fine. All right. All right. Well, um, I'd like to keep you on your toes. Yeah, I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. let's see What's here. Question number I one. I got it roping. Well, the real question is, do you have... An updated score. 13 to 13. Tied up. That, that is exactly what I have. So I'm ready to pull ahead here. I doubt that. <laughs> but you can try. All right. I have I'll, the high I'm ground gonna... now, Dan. Stop, Anakin. <laughs> I have the high ground. All right. So first question. Which of these factions has the highest percentage of tunes that can do an AOE? 
including only debuff moves as well. Imperial Troopers, Rebels, Jawas, Droids. Highest percentage. Yes. Wow. Um, I've got an idea for an answer, and it. it I don't want to. T I don't want to talk this through and give you an answer, but it's tough. All right. Uh, repeat the answers one more time. Imperial troopers, okay. rebels, Jawas, and droids. To me, it comes. There's a couple it comes down to. Um, oh, this is tough. Um, mm. See, uh, the question comes down to, do you just go by what has the sheer numbers of characters, or do you go by what you know in your head has a has can count? You well, know what I mean? It's percentages, so... Oh, okay. Well, then I, I have why, my answer. Why, I don't know why I just told you that. I appreciate that. Because the answer I wrote down, which I was probably going to stick with anyway, I now feel like I is right. Oh, God, I hate that I'm putting this answer. All right, um, I've got my answer wrote down, so I can't change it. But walk through on your answer. How, how'd you get there? What did it come down to for you? Well, it came down to you saying percentages, so thank you for that. But uh, droids is what I have because I know okay. that HK-47, uh, B-2, General Grievous, uh, IG-88, IAG-100 Magnaguard, that's at least five R2-D2 and BB-8 both. There you go. So yep. that's put, almost every single droid does an AOE. Yep. Um, Chopper, I don't think, does. Uh, and IG-86 does not. But I think those nope. are the only two that I could think of that didn't. So that's my answer as well. I put droids. Big Lance. JE and Nebit aren't droids. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that at first, too. I'm like, oh, neither of them have an AoE. And the answer is? The answer is droids with 82%, 9 of 11. So the two Ooh. that we listed that did not have them are the two that don't. Nice. Imperial Troopers have 71%. Jawas have 60%. And Rebels have 41%. So in the case if it wasn't percentage... Raw numbers is why I would have picked the Rebels, only just because there were so many of them, there was bound uh, to be more number-wise I had than that question droids. in the bag then. Had you I not did. said anything. Crap. Thank you for giving me clarity there. That's payback for the Greedo incident. <laughs> yeah, <he's> totally. <laughs> Alright. Question two. Question two... What is the minimum level at which an ability can be upgraded with Omega Mats? Uh, 
Wow, that's rough. Do you have an answer off the top of your head? Or are you guessing? Um, it is what ability level? Yeah. No, what, uh, what level of the character, which an ability oh. can be upgraded with a Mega Mask? Oh, what character level? the minimum level? level. Yeah, what character level? Oh, I thought it was what ability level. Um, character level. I'm usually level. really good with these character level ones, but this is a tough one. Alright, I've written my answer on the board. I, okay, I've written mine too. I have, there were two answers that came down to, for me, it was 72, which I went with, and 66. But I ultimately went with 72. My first, my first mindset was 78, but then I thought that was too high, and I also put 72. Ooh. The answer's le- oh man! Also a number I thought of. The answer's level 76. Ah, 76. Alright. I did not think of 76, I will be honest. <laughs> Question three. Here we go. Okay. Let's get this going. There we go. Wow, this is kind of weird. On a fully maxed Ewok team. Okay. You can remove turn meter from the enemy, no matter whose turn it is, assuming proper abilities, buffs, and cooldowns. The Ewoks in the game are Wicket, Lowgrey, Paplu, CC, Chief Chirpa, Scout, Tebow, and Ewok Elder. Mention for each one of them the way of the turn meter reduction. says can't is also an option if needed so we have to list for each ewok says one point for each correct answer so yes for each ewok how would they remove turn meter okay so we have chirpa scout ewok elder uh tebow um what are the other Ewoks? Uh, Low Gray. Happily. I wasn't listening to the ones you listed off. <laughs> I was well, we, uh, um, is it only six Ewoks? Are those the only six Ewoks? There's seven. So you have Wicket, Low Gray, Paplu, Chief Chirpa, Scout, Tebow, and Ewok Elder. Okay. Um,. And we just have to list off a way they can remove turn meter on their on turn. On each turn. Okay. No matter who's going. No, what do you mean no matter who's going? It says, on a fully maxed Ewoks team, you can remove turn meter from an enemy no matter whose turn it is, assuming proper abilities, buffs, and cooldowns. The Ewoks in the game are Wicket, Lowgrey, Paplu, Chief Chirpuk, Scout, Tebow, and Ewok Elder. Mention for each one of them the way of the turn meter reduction. Gotcha. Can't is also an option if needed. Okay. I have an answer. And I don't think it's what they want. 
this is a pretty complicated answer. How do you already have an answer? Because my answer is very simple and probably not what the council is looking for. Hmm. Um, I, I don't, yeah, um, okay, I, I think I am ready. You think you're ready? Yep. I am going to go ahead and show mine because there's a lot to read for my answer. Go ahead and tell me your answer. One of the Ewoks gives Stagger. So if Stagger is on the enemy, every yeah. single Ewok will remove 100% turn meter. That, that's that's a lot simpler. Um, I wrote down a reason for each individual one. Um, so, Ewok Scout can remove it on his basic. Ewok Elder can't. Uh, Tebow can remove it on basic and special. Logre on special. Paplu on special. Wicked on special. And uh, Chirpa with his uh, Mass Assist special. All right. Well, like I said, I don't think this will be the answer that they are looking for, but I, it is true. I think your answer is, I mean, I think there is a point there for sure. All right, so here you go. Scout, turn me to resist on basic. Wicket can call Scout to assist. Chief Chirpa can call Scout to assist. Paplu can call Scout to assist. Logre can remove 100% turn meter with Hypnotize. Ewok Elder, when resurrecting Scout, calls himself to assist. Or when, re when resurrecting Scout, calls him to assist. Oh, forgot. Okay. So the real question is, Days, Low Gray, I thought Low Gray did stagger. So if Low Gray doesn't do stagger, then my answer is wrong. I, I knew Logre removed 100% turn meter. I thought it was with stagger, but he apparently does it yeah. without stagger. So I'm going to have to look to see if there's another Ewok that does stagger, because if not, then my answer's wrong. All right, so we'll have to go to council on this one. Um, I think I definitely, yeah. get a, I definitely get a point for Scout and Chirpa um, for his... Mass... Ch the the mass, assist, uh, the... The basic from Scout and also Tebow because he can remove it with his basic and special. Um, I was just vague on the other ones and put special ability. Um, I didn't put the exact reason. And then I put can't on Ewok Elder, so I would definitely get that wrong. But um, well, the mean, funny thing is they don't list Tebow here on the answers. Yeah, that's odd. I don't know. He should be on there <laughs> um, as a way to remove turn meter. But... Um, I, I do think you should get a point if they do have stagger because stagger would do it. I think you're thinking of days though. I'm not sure if they do stagger or not. I can't remember. Yeah, he definitely does days. But I just don't. Now I'm not. Now I'm thinking that no one does stagger. So. So that could be. Um, we'll, we'll we'll put a questionable. Plus one for you and maybe a questionable plus three for me. We'll go to the council and have them uh, have them sort this question out for us. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
I do not like the way that this is going to go for me. Much like any question we take to the council. I'm looking at you, Deadshot. All right, anyways. Trivia question number four. There are three abilities with an exclamation mark in the name of the ability. Whose abilities are these? For a bonus point per each, what's the name of these abilities? Seriously? Really? Exclamation points? That's what we've come to. Do you know any? I know of one. Um, oh, you bastard. <laughs> trying to think of the name of the ability, though. Um, oh! Okay, I think I've got one. Wow, this is tough. This is really tough. Hmm, tough is uh, not the word for it. Very uh, detailed. What's, what's, what's the word for someone that's very detailed? Pain in the ass? I'll go with that. P-I-A on this one. P-I-A. Man, I've only got one answer that I can't even think of. I am rocking my brain. I don't even know the name. I just put a character because I assume there's an exclamation point in his abilities. Okay. You want to go ahead and reveal? I put R2-D2. Okay. Um, I put Pow Sakala. Oh, God. That sounds right. I don't see why not. He's yelling it. Yep. Hey, Pow Sakala. Oh, yes. my God. That's two points. Great shame upon my house. You got two points. What? Oh, you got the name of it. I hate yep. you. <laughs> Admiral Akbar, it's a trap. Ah, oh, yeah, that's right. And what but was the, the one other that one? brings great shame upon my house is Wampa's Womp ability. <laughs> How do you not get that? Come on, Dan. Much shame upon your house. For much shame, Dan. For much shame. Sadness ensues. I, I need All to right. get a bell. Oh, God. Shame. <laughs> Ding. Bing. Yeah. Should I get naked? Please don't. <laughs> this is not that type of podcast. This is not that type of live stream. We don't want to be banned on Twitch, too. <laughs> Uh, YouTube would probably be fine with that, but they are not fine with um, spamming. So, or Japanese suicide force. Or Too Japanese soon? suicide force. That's, okay. That anyways, yes. Shoot me now. Question five. I don't even know the score anymore because oh, I'm not keeping five. track. I do. You got two on that one, so it's sixteen minus the question that's questionable. Exactly. So 16, 14, minus questionable question. All right, how many more times does starting a heroic Rancor raid cost compared to a tier one? <laughs> I have no idea. We've never Good. done a tier one. <laughs> like, literally did not even do a tier one when it came out. That's oh how far God. ahead of the game we were. Oh, God. Um... 
I got an answer. It's probably wrong, though. I got an answer, too. Unbelievable. All right, All right. what do you got? I put 53,000. 53,000. I put 10 times. Okay. I said 6,000 for a tier 1, 60,000 for the tier 10. Okay. 10x. And the answer? Wow, really? Two times. Starting a heroic costs 60k, starting a tier 1 costs 30k. <laughs> we were way off. <laughs> wow. Way off. All right, that, well. That, that was that. A, that's a pretty good question. That's That was good cuz I had no clue. And that's never something even so done easy to one. check and yeah, just Never? Like, never honestly, won? throwing a CLS on a tier one, how many times would he have to hit the Rancor for him to die? <laughs> we, sh- we should do that and find out. For science. Open up Only an problem ult- is cost- Open up problem an is account, cost- let somebody move over there just to test it, and then come back to the guild. <laughs> I was going to say, seriously, you got to do it somewhere else, because half of a heroic raid to run a tier one just for this test that is not a good uh number no indeed not <laughs> so cool yep. there's that all right well winks in the lead by at least two i f- i hate this i i this is this Glorious. is my hell yeah i'm digging it so far after this losing two in a row to you, I do not want to lose this one. Yeah, and you now, three and I'm six, It's sixteen fourteen without the the, the the stupid question where I'm sure you're gonna get like three points to my one. So the odds are I'll be down four points on the next podcast, and I will hate life. So, all right. So um, here's the question that I want to throw out to everyone. Um, I want to know if this would be a good punishment for Dan or not. What if Dan had to come up with like 10 dad Star Wars related jokes and tell them on the podcast? How would people like that? I like that? this. So uh, I would love to torch you all. I'm a I'm all about dad jokes <laughs> and I, I would I will find the best well, most so, hurtful oh, jokes. So, so now it's not a punishment. Now it's something you want to do, huh? I hate this idea. This fucking sucks. Don't make me do this. <laughs> All right. Well, You're terrible. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss it. We'll discuss it. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, thanks for listening. Here we are on a week with no news going two hours again because that's oh, what yes. we do. Indeed. We appreciate your patience in making it through this whole episode. Uh, We had a lot of fun. I enjoyed all of our topics because they're all fun to talk about. So thank you for listening. Thanks for sticking around with us. I know that uh, we lost a few of you along the way, but that's fine. It's getting late across the United States of America. I'll be honest. Uh, I can't believe this many of you hang out with us during the live stream. It is like it is just crazy and awesome that, you know, we have this awesome little community and that y'all like chatting with us and everything. It's it's awesome. Thank you yes, to all of yeah. you. 50 some odd 
podcast where it was just me and Wink. Now we start the live stream, and now I couldn't imagine live or uh, recording the podcast without a live stream. It's pretty great. So, yep, absolutely. We appreciate you all, and as always, if you want to catch us off outside of podcast hours. Go check out discord.me slash shattered order. Come join our discord and hang out with all our awesome friends there. A lot of game changers, a lot of other uh, podcasters, a lot of awesome community leaders, a lot of just awesome people in general. There's everything you want to find in our podcast server. And more. You will love it there. (laughs) And more. If you like what we do on podcast or on podcast. If you like what we do on this podcast, go to patreon.com slash shattered order. If you'd like to support us there, please do so. If you don't want to spend any money, but you have an Amazon Prime account and you like to hang out with us on Twitch, you have a free subscription. Hit us up on Twitch. Join with a free subscription. That'd be great. Uh, if you even want to just do a regular subscription, that is always there for you as well. It doesn't yep. have to be Amazon Prime. It is there. Um, however you want to support us, we appreciate that. Whether it's through Patreon, Twitch, it's through your listens, through your feedback, through your reviews, all of it yep. is welcome. Um, another way that don't cost you anything, support the podcast if you want. Even if you don't have Amazon Prime, but you just like buying stuff off Amazon, uh, just, you know, before you make that purchase just go to twitch.tv slash shattered order and click one of our amazon links there and then make your purchases after you click that link that costs nothing more and it supports us so uh yeah uh thank you so much guys and thank you andrew is it andrew gervain i assume that is how you pronounce it correctly much appreciated (laughs) buddy um Love the yeah. Bumble. Love the Bumble emote. Oh, uh, yes. The Bumble emote is finally up and active. So if you are a uh, Twitch Prime uh, subscriber of ours, you get this amazing little guy to use in the live chat on Twitch. It's super cool. So definitely check that out. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, next week, there will be an update and we will have opinions, as oh, we always yes, do. We so. Will. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next week. Later. Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the force be with you.